Welcome to the Time Talk Podcast, sponsored by Rack Fuel, premium deer nutrition. Fuel your herd. Time Talk, episode five. Blood's been shed. Congrats to Jake Eve. Yes, sir. Walk on the go, ground. Kid. Hell yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, jump right in. What a, what uh, what was the experience like? Public land, Iowa Buck Hill. Everyone's dying to hear. Everyone's that. dying to know. The public <laughs> land was the newest part about it. Never hunted any public up here hardly at all. But yeah, right. I went down November first. Um, down there for kind of two and a half days. Didn't see much. Come back for the weekend. Hunted up here for Ray because we got pictures of him. Uh, went back down on Wednesday again. Uh, the what was that? The eighth. Um, hunted that night, saw a few bucks, um, then I went back to the, uh, the pond that was close by the parking where, where I was hunting, mm-hmm. um, Thursday morning, sitting all day, Thursday, um, around like 9.30, I think, I saw a little spike, I think it was actually like a one-pointer <laughs> spike, saw Hammy come and got a drink at the pond, didn't see anything till 2.15, 2.30, and a pretty nice buck. I think it was like a mainframe 10 with a split G2 is what it looked like running through, chasing a doe at like 75 yards, grunted at him, did all I could. They kept going. And then a uh, three-year-old eight probably and another smaller eight were also on her tail. So she was definitely ready to go. And <laughs> um, Explain. They, <laughs> everybody knows what I mean. <laughs> so they went through uh, the real small one. Come back. I uh, got a drink at the pond. I got some good footage of him. And then nothing again after those deer until my buck came in like 20 minutes before dark. He came in from the same spot they did, kind of straight away from me, trotting in. Must have been just cruising because he was by himself. Um, and then he kind of slowed down when he got close to me. Stop all by himself. I didn't even stop him right at 15 yards. He was kind of up on the side hill, so he was, like, kind of even with me almost. Um, just perfect. Stop and gave me a lent, plenty of time because I was mm-hmm. still kind of messing with the camera and my bow. Mm-hmm. He heard me draw, so he looked at me. And then in the video, you can kind of tell he was, like, like fading away. He was about to start walking right as I shot, but... Yep. Made a good shot, went like 75 yards. You can hear him crash. He was just out of sight, so I couldn't quite see him, but knew his dad because yeah. he could easily hear a super calm out. So, yeah, it was pretty cool how roasted, perfect it was. Roasted that thing, too. I watched yep. the footage. Was he, uh, I know he's real close to, how close were you to that pond? You think he was legit coming for water, just cruising by there? No, because uh, the, I was like on the right side of the pond. My pond was down behind me to the left, kind of. I was 10 yards from the pond, but he kind of skirted the side of it. It wasn't even coming to drink. Yeah. Or what? maybe would have looped around. Who knows? Yeah, there's all, all sorts of trails going into that, so it could have been kind of going around the backside of it. But, yeah, kind of coming as perfect as it could right there, 15 yards, stop, slightly quartering away. Like I said, hammered yeah. him, and he went. I'm surprised he even went 75 yards, honestly. Yeah. The last couple of deer that I hit double long perfect shot where they went like, 30 40 yards <laughs> yeah. but tipped. Well that's I I love that shot angle. They're 
a little bit quartering away. You can just aim at that offside shoulder, and you've just got such so much more room yeah, for error. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I probably even could have been even a little bit forward more and try to yeah. get the heart, but yeah, I didn't even touch the heart. It was just double long, but yeah. Yeah. it doesn't really matter Perfect. at that point. <laughs> and I stay away. Yeah, the heart's heart's great, but if I I miss, if you miss right, hit the heart. Don't don't aim it. Aim for the heart, miss right, hit the shoulder. Mm-hmm. You're in trouble. And it's a bad day. Yeah. Bad day. There's <laughs> tears shed. Um, one thing I noticed <laughs> watching that video, obviously you can maybe shed some light on it, but the uh, the nuts on that deer. Did you notice? <laughs> oh, did you yeah. notice them as he was coming in, or did you just was this something you saw in the video afterwards? Because that, I mean, no, I didn't. I've, I've never, never seen when he was gutting them like, out. Probably probably. Not even not, yeah. By the way, it was but like, your video shows it perfectly. Doesn't surprise like, any of us at all that you're the one that noticed yeah, that. For sure. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I pointed it out to him because you said it. <laughs> no, but I did not notice it on the way in. I didn't notice it until me and Cole got there to gut him out. But as soon as we flipped him over, I was like, holy shit. What? <laughs> Dude, Jake when you hung those like... nuts on the tree, did the tree fall over? <laughs> Damn, you had to find a sturdy tree. <laughs> yeah. Keeping this as PG as possible, but you, I mean, you, you're the one who gutted him out. Did he, you call it a bad case of the, the blue nuts or what? <laughs> I don't what know. Jake just started and it was like a little scene out of. Billy Madison, he's like, goo! (laughs) (laughs) They were like, I I noticed it immediately. I was like, what the hell is wrong? But even I I told him, I was like, these are, well, you saw them, but I was telling everybody else, they're, I'm almost positive they're like bigger than like a grapefruit or like like a couple of coconuts between his legs. He definitely had something because when he gutted him, like when you start to pull out the piss sack, like there was like white stringy stuff all along it. Going up into uh, the intestines. So, yeah, he had something going on. Goofy. Jeez. It was weird. He had a big body, but, yeah. Yeah, he did have his, a big body, though. We'll have to put that on Instagram, make a poll out of that. What people I will think say, age-wise. I will say that drag, I don't know how you guys did it from that back spot. Yeah, dude. Way because back. that was only, what? Maybe 200 yards. And, like, it kind of sucked because it was, like, on the side of the hill. So, he's, like, falling down into the trees. I don't know how you did it that far because even that, <laughs> it was, it was like, farther, man. dude, it was wild. That's insane. That's you, you get props to some people, like say some guys by himself down there, or say like if I was hunting public and I was way in that back spot, I'd be like, I'm not sure. What the hell do I do I with this thing? I mean, yeah, you guys you didn't even have, have a, a deer cart or anything, did you? No, we did not. There was five of us those that helped. Four and a half because Damon had a, a torn ACL at the time. He helped out. <laughs> Wow, he was there didn't help at all. Very little. He coached and held the held the light. So I guess it's worth. So that's got to be like coached. a guy, like any guy hunting back there. That's almost got to be on their mind on. Oh yeah, how to get a deer out? I mean, yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why a lot of guys. If you're going down there alone, you almost have to have you know one of them carriers or. That's why I told him I was like, "This is just not going to happen." God, you were hunting this parking spot because <laughs> holy that man, definitely, spot, you definitely to call was in. part of the. The worst decision. part is it's at night and you don't know the area extremely well and you don't take you don't take a straight shot back to the parking lot. It's oh I think this way is the best. I think that way is the best. Yeah. And then you learn it real quick after you're down there a few times. <laughs> but I know that one mile drag was not in a straight line. It was you know yeah it was extra really was. Did you guys go drag them up the same creek bank two two three separate times? Did you go <laughs> up over that hill where that walking path is? Oh, yeah, up, way up over that hill, Jeez. and then down across the creek, and then through the pines, you know where that big pine knob is in the back? I mean, it's it was beyond that, even farther. And there's probably a closer parking lot, but 
when you started there, you didn't yeah. know how far he was going to go. You yep. just continued on. And that was a deer. Longest track shot was probably the deer Aaron Honesy shot. I mean, that was way back there. Yeah. But it was fun. We were also in college, and I was in a little better shape then, so was everybody <laughs> yeah. else. And at that time, you're it's 2 o'clock in the morning, and you've got adrenaline through the roof. I mean, Big it time. was yeah. – 165 inch deer. I mean, Speaking of adrenaline, did you get pumped up also. watching them come in? Were you shaking a little bit? I honestly didn't really shake that bad, but my heart was definitely pumping. Yeah. <laughs> Especially as trotting in right away. Yeah. Oh, you shit, saw oh, him, shit, you're oh, like, oh, he's got a big body. I think that's what you said. Right I noticed away. his body immediately because it was like starting to get dark. Yeah. It's like just a big dark blob. <laughs> and I was like, through. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bear or a horse yeah <laughs> i'll definitely have to put that screenshot on instagram well i put it in the uh picture like yeah. a couple of pictures that you guys had yeah and, and then we were when i got pull. back here we were looking at the footage right yeah. as he's kind of facing right at me you can mm-hmm. really see his sack too when <laughs> <laughs> so he's facing at you <laughs> yeah dude you're gonna have to look if you at ever, yeah the billy goat farms where you see the big uh the big billy goat in the uh in the herd that's what it reminded me of <laughs> His sack was big, <laughs> unbelievable. But <laughs> wow! Well, wait till you see it. I I can't wait yeah. to see the amount of views oh, we get on, that, on that short reel Just or the uh, the mini reels. The next mini reel, Mitch posts. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be good. Yeah, that's fun. You'll have to ch- yeah. check it out. So it's pretty much just uh, hunting over a pond and kind of like a pinch point. Pretty much how you killed him. Yeah, I was hunting that back stand where we were just talking about long walk. Mm-hmm. Um, should be a good spot. Like way back on a ridge, you'd think for like midday movement. There's a pond back there too, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't see very many deer back there. I was surprised. Um, and then I remember we went shed hunting back there one of the first years we were down there. I remember going by that pond and seeing some big trails. So I, was, I just thought of it because it's close to the park, and I just went and checked it out. There was like five scrapes all around the edge of it. And a whole bunch of trails, and I saw a couple rubs and stuff, too, that looked fairly fresh. Yeah. I was like, it's worth it to, I was going to throw one of my cams up, but it didn't have any service in that spot. So I didn't even leave it there. It wasn't worth mm-hmm. it if I wasn't getting pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just hung my lone wolf set um, close to it, and it was actually a really good tree because two of the trails clo- or crossed real close, and I c- there was actually an old fence there that, they went over right at a down mm. spot, so it was oh, awesome. It was, yeah, it was good. Well, it was kind of nice indicator too. Is when you took me there to recover your deer. I mean, you walk up that path where you, to go to your backstand, and right when you take a left to go to the pond, there's a scrape right there. Like, yeah. So <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, that's yeah, why I used mean, as my here's a scrape, and then here's a the pond woods. over here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a nice little spot. I'm glad you found that spot. I got, I should have a tag next year. <laughs> Speaking of tact cams, though, did you run any cameras before or anything, or what did you do camera-wise? Yeah, over the summer I had two um, in there, um, both of them back by that back stand. I had one right on the edge of the pond and then one right by my tree stand up on the ridge. Yep. That one I got decent. I made a mock scrape during the summer. Mm-hmm. I had a decent amount of pictures on. The other one I didn't, it didn't have very much service because down in the hole where that pond was. I got some pictures from that one, but, yeah, way in the back there, there's not great service. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think I got one shooter on camera all summer long. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really re- <laughs> relying on the cameras anyway. Yeah, so. yeah and you yeah. can't. There's there's big there's big enough bucks in that area, which 
with you not getting shooters on cameras, I was a little surprised to be honest, but I think in the fall they have pile in. Most of that public doesn't have crops. They're not coming in there. That made me anything. like a little yeah. bit nervous, but I was like, it's such a big woods here. There's going to be deer moving. And then yeah. when I went down the first time, I stayed with Damon for a few days. Yeah. And he's like, well, look at these. And he's showing me his camera from back in there, the previous two, mm-hmm. like last year and then a couple of years. And yeah, it's a big one. That guy you pumped up again to get back yeah. out there. And his cousin saw the biggest one yet, and I don't think he's got footage of it. And Jeez. he knows a big buck when he sees one. He's, he's yeah, and I mean, we touched on it, what? Last episode or two, I mean, yeah. can't really look into your cameras come rut time. I yep. mean, we were just talking about all the bonus bucks arriving. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't know whether they were in that area before they showed up on cam or not. I mean, yeah. So. Yep. Quick question for you um, before we get to our bonus buck segment, because we got we did have some exciting news there. <laughs> but. Uh, True. Obviously, the public worked out for you this time. I mean, you draw a tag in four to five years, maybe six if you're, if you're unlucky. But. Um, you plan on doing public again? Is that something you're pretty much set on now? I mean, where, where are you know, at there? There's there's pros and cons to it. Pro is, you know, to pay for a lease was my, one of my main reasons this year. I didn't want to pay for one. Oh, yeah. um, Especially when you yeah, have other options. Yeah, cons, there's a lot more work. Um, mm-hmm. But like I said, I kind of kind of almost took a lazy route out i found a spot that was close to a parking <laughs> lot so i didn't have a a drag a mile back in but you can kill deer on public that's for sure yep, um yeah. yeah i don't know it's if i were to find a cheap lease that'd be nice obviously you don't have to worry about people but True. i didn't run into a lot of people the only thing that i did not like on that spot that i sat was um all the cars driving by i could actually kind of see the road like mm-hmm. I was far enough and through the woods enough where I don't think anybody's ever going to see me. So it's like in the parking lot is like over a hill. It's like my yeah. stand wasn't really that exposed, but mm-hmm. it's just kind of annoying when you got cars driving by all the time. <laughs> Gravel yeah. road coming True. down a hill. You're is back pretty in loud. there pretty good too. I was, I'm surprised you saw as much traffic as you did. I mean, how much, was there a car every hour or more than that? I mean, Oh yeah, I bet there was for sure. Really? So I bet. And I, I, and I would argue that, 90% of the cars that take that road are hunters of some sort. I mean, whether they're looking for deer or... I could just have yeah, looking at that road. Because the road's <laughs> yeah. a rough road. And the, it's, yeah, it's one of they call it a... It's a level B road. Un, yeah. Level B. And I could tell that some... Like when I was in the parking lot a couple of times changing or something, I could tell some of the traffic was... There's a couple of houses close by. Mm-hmm. Like there's a couple of minivans going by, which somebody could be hunting out of a minivan. Hey, <laughs> Amen. But there's Maybe. a couple um, like work trucks that went through too. Yeah. So I know they're not hunting, obviously. But well, yeah. if I was on my work route, I would make a way through there. <laughs> Quick scout, scouting, lunch yeah. break. <laughs> Did you? Uh, are you gonna go through your tax cams and see if you like got any pictures? I'd be interested to see. If I was thinking like, about that too. Yeah. Damon told me he's like, I they wouldn't be surprised if not all of them sent. Yeah. Yeah, that's happened to me before too, but I don't think we've ever done that. I do that every year. I have. I was surprised last year when, I mean, obviously majority of them sent, but there was a couple of clips where I would get one or two pictures of a good buck, and then like, oh, but I didn't quite get the angle you, you're 100 percent looking for, and then yeah. you go back and pull this chip after the, or pull the chip after the season, and you see the couple of pictures that you had, you know, had sent to you, and then you get a different one in the same series. That was a you know a lot better angle or a real good look at him. I had numerous times that happened. Yeah, 
getting that request in that HD is a game changer. That's too. money. Oh my so gosh. gosh. We just did that on one of the nice bucks we have up here. Yeah. A couple of really good pictures of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can really see the detail to his rack because before it was kind of like, oh yeah, I'm going to shoot him, but we didn't really know how much to gauge him. But now it's like, oh yeah. I okay, showed yeah, those. I don't think I'm going to pass that. <laughs> I showed those pictures to, to dad. Because uh, we showed him obviously pictures before, but none with like the HD, and none of them are great pictures. And he was leaning towards like not shooting them. Yep. And I just showed him the HD ones. So he's looking right at the camera on one, and then there's <laughs> yeah. a side shot about HD. And he's like, "Oh, what what buck is this? This, this buck needs an arrow." I was like, "This is the same <laughs> yeah, one I showed you." It's like this is the same one I showed you like a few weeks ago. <laughs> well, well, he's, well, he needs a good shot. <laughs> It's almost my turn. I think he turned into a shooter. <laughs> but no, that's good. That's good. You, you had good luck in public, and I know I've had roommates, pat you know, past buddies have awesome luck too. And it's it's almost a little bit refreshing um, seeing that. It's you know us going to have a tag next year. It really makes me hopefully qu- question. Yeah, Fingers hopefully crossed. nothing's guaranteed there, but it makes you question what do you want to do down there. And there's pros and cons to hunting that public. And yeah. my opinion. Um, the biggest con for me is is just the people and the the chance that somebody couldn't walk right through there and, and wreck your hunt, or especially if there is a mega giant in the area that everybody's dreaming of, maybe that word gets out and then that area starts getting pounded. And that was one of my big reasons I, too. You know, it's hard to know. I know that there was people hunting close because I was in the stand in the morning, pretty early the one time, and I saw it at the close spot and I saw it. Lights go by, and then the truck stopped, like, right after. So I know he was hunting close. Oh, yeah. And then same thing in the evening. I, I heard a couple of trucks turn on and leave while I was walking out. So there's people hunting close by. Yeah. I didn't see anybody walk by me, but they're in the same piece. That's but, tough. yeah, I had – I shot him on Thursday. I had Friday off and then the weekend on hunt. But that I didn't have any more time off of work after that this next week. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, that went into my decision – or to shoot him, obviously, like I said, he was kind of a tweener, but I'm I'm happy with him, especially yeah. being on public. First time yeah. being out of state, he's a nice nice looking buck, nice ten, um, big body and everything. But could be your oldest one, TBD. Yeah, I, I took the head, and he said he's gonna test the age. Oh, are you? Where did yeah. you take it to? Uh, Jeff Larson, he li- or, uh, yeah, he's by Osseo, kind of doing a little Euro mile. Yep. Hell yeah! So Come he said on. he's gonna check the jaw and see if you can age it but yeah there's the one thing i liked about public is not knowing what's gonna walk by yeah i yeah, could not agree more that's, that's such so, a every so time, exciting yeah every time you hear like mm-hmm. sometimes you can tell if it's for sure a deer or not like that by the steps you don't know you can't see it yet it's like i grab my bow every time i hear a deer coming because it <laughs> yeah. could be a booner it could be a <laughs> yeah spike yeah. you don't know well, for How, sure so what, what do you think the hardest thing about hunting like on public was was it maybe all the other other hunters around or was it like lack of movement or like what were you seeing over there? Yeah, a little bit of both. Like I said, I didn't really have to worry about hunters that much, I guess, just because I didn't see anybody walk by close. Like yeah. the, the two spots that I was hunting, but yep. um, just trying to figure out where the movement is. Like I said, the first kind of trip by it was real slow, except for that old one I saw right away. But mm-hmm. I. I definitely saw more deer at the close spot where I shot him. I yeah. at the end, like after I shot him, I think he was like eight one of eight or nine bucks that I saw there. 
and I only had like different bucks. Three, yeah, yeah, eight or nine different bucks. I saw there. I only had like three or four sits there because I had three or four sits at the other spot to start. I sat that back there first. So yeah, it's there's definitely deer in there, definitely bucks in there. Mm-hmm. It's just more work. You gotta find obviously a good spot, some nice trails that are being used, scrapes, yep. find some sign. Yep. That's what I was thinking about. You just got to find the sign where they're at, where they're moving. But it's yep. extra tough for you. I mean, you're five hours away. If It's one thing if you're a you know, resident nearby and you can't, whether you can't afford it, don't have access, who know, whatever the cut, whatever it may be, you at least are down there more frequently. You can see where the pressure is, where the pressure is not, see who's who, what, you know, where there's good deer in the area. That's a yeah. huge advantage. But when you're five hours away, so, like yeah. your, your situation. Yeah. You're really you're pretty handcuffed there. I mean, Service yeah. is a little iffy for tacticians. My yeah. opinion, what we did and and we didn't really do that this year because of the weather down there. But um, the shed hunting, a couple of trips that we go on, would probably utilize that. You know, for your scouting, and you're not gonna be able to tell where pressure is, but you're gonna at least be able to learn learn the land a little bit. Yep. yep. And we haven't shed hunted that spot since one of the first years we one went of the there. First, ever. yeah, one of the first years. Yeah. And one year, one year we went there um, with. My Iowa roommates, uh, we had really good luck. I mean, we we found 15 sheds just at that unit that day between four guys. It was one day, and like that, that's better than we've ever done down when there. When was that? When you found all those? That was 2018. I like say. March, February. That was even March too. And the craziest wow. part about it was we found a couple of old ones that were good, good horns that were kind of chewed up a little bit. So it makes you. Like huh. this is the spot. What probably wasn't getting hammered last yeah. year either, unless he shed extremely late. But you know, last couple of years, <laughs> shed hunting down there has been yeah. The shedding definitely helps. Like I said, we haven't been we haven't shed on that spot for years. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I re- even being close to where I hunted, yeah, helped like know the area a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah whether it's one time or not, I mean, <clears throat> you walk through there and boots you find, on the ground. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like that mountain air spot. Yeah, you walk and you see. How many rubs and the <laughs> yeah, size oh of the rubs? You're like, all right, you could probably That'll come back here hunting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ever, ever cross your mind to go there? I know we, we had a, we had a zone. connection. Is it a fully different zone? Dang, yep. that's zone, the other that's side, zone of the west four, side of uh, 35 is a different zone. That's six then. Yep. Six. Some of the like the one spot I really wanted Damn. to go to when I first saw, uh, found out I got a tag this year was uh, north of Des Moines, right where me and Mitch oh, and Damon Fort Dodge. met up. Or Dodge, yeah. But then I was like, because, like, sometimes the small spots that we shed hunted where we didn't spend a lot of time, I get mixed up. Where was this on? I don't know, the zones. <laughs> yeah. And then I looked at my Onyx. I was like, geez, that one's way north. Yeah. that. Yeah. You want to go there? Fun. You can get a tag easier there, though. Probably. True. Yeah, probably. For sure. That was our best that. shed year, too. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I remember that spot. That looked really yeah. good. That one, yeah. That, was that one Billy sticks Goat out the country most too. to me. Oh, man. <laughs> Except, yeah. 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 Yeah, hunting that would suck oh. almost worse than this long walk because you need a freaking walk through the Grand Canyon. Oh man, cool I think there. I'd probably uh, ignore your calls if you said you shot one and you need help. <laughs> yeah, dragging one. You, you, got got a a, you got a buddy with a helicopter. I can. Me and Mitch were like falling down that hill trying. We it's like straight were, up. Yeah. That'd be it somewhere was, you take your phone. And you're like, huh? Can't hear yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember when we were walking that piece, and I was trying to get back to the truck, kind of in a hurry because I knew it was, it was time to go. 
Yeah. I got myself into a situation where it was damn near date. I thought it was it was dangerous. I mean, it was that steep. <laughs> you had to hang out in the trees and stuff. You need to wear oh, cleats yeah. around there. Down and it was ro- you, a rock would slip from your feet. And it would, you watch it go. You're like, wow. <laughs> that was like every spot up there, too, that we went to. It had yeah, a it was big nuts. old ravine like oh, yeah. that. It was. Yeah. yeah, I can see that stuff in you know Colorado or something where you're going Man. elk hunting. But it remind, I'm like, holy cow. And we're used to hunting <laughs> yeah. the bluffs. Yeah. <laughs> that was Dang. some sketchy stuff. a good shed in there, though. And that yeah. one spot is definitely a good spot. Very, very mm-hmm. much so. But I would definitely sit there all day. Yeah. It's a nice spot. That gets Maybe me excited year. for shed hunting. Oh, God. Too. I know. <laughs> I love that almost as much as I do. Killing Shit. Up. Yep. Yep. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Should we talk about the next Eid brother down in Iowa now? Oh, man. Yeah. It was got uh, back from your trip. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I went down there Thursday and then uh, just got back today. I saw it pile of deer i mean mm-hmm. every day i probably saw 20 30 deer every day um sitting out of two stands there's big bean fields i mean it's a 300 acre piece but it seems like it hunts about 600 i mean it's it's just giant there's deer everywhere yeah um saw a decent amount of chasing nothing too crazy obviously some like two-year-olds and yearlings really dogging the hell out of some does um, and then Friday night I had one shooter that I've had on cam. He came in like right at five thirty at 30 yards, but it was just way too dark with that yeah. chest high grass down there. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no way I would have been able to shoot him. But other than that, probably, I mean, I don't know how many different bucks I saw a ton, but nothing too crazy big, but yeah, that's uh, we'll head back down. I'll take an extended weekend. Um, there's probably like two to three acres of standing beans in two separate spots. So kind of hone in on those late season and yeah, that should be money. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. I hope something from one of the neighbors. I mean, there's plenty of bedding on the south side. So, yeah. And I mean, like up here when we leave food, I mean, any of our spots, I mean, Big you time. can see the deer just flock to. Yeah. Can you get down there at all? Like late, later November. I mean, not late season, late season, but later November. Cause for one, they're still interested in does a little bit. For two, they're moving on to the food sources, and that's where the bigger ones are finding. Well, it's does. weird because the archery. I mean, that's when I'd want to be down there as much as possible. The archery ends December 1st, so it's odd. So, like, we have opening gun this weekend, and then it's Thanksgiving next weekend, and then December 1st is a Friday. Friday. So it's like, you know, I mean, you're, you're going to be gun hunting up here, and then you got Thanksgiving weekend. So it's like, okay, I mean. I just used five days of PTO down there, and it's like I have five, but you like to keep some in the back pocket. I mean, just oh, yeah. you especially yeah. life hits you. Yeah, yeah so. How long is the archery, because you can't archery hunt during gun season down there? I looked that up because I thought about coming back here to hunt Ray because we had more pictures of him, um, but you can't bow hunt during Iowa's shotgun or muzzleloader compared to Wisconsin where, like, we can go archery hunt. I mean, from mm-hmm. opening weekend till yep. it closes so are in those, January. When are those seasons done then in December? It There's goes just December 1st to 18th, so it's just two weeks of those. But so you have to hunt then you're either at, now then you're or at Christ- after then you're December at Christmas, and it's Yeah, so it's either now before December 1st or um, like December 18th, which would be right before Christmas. But mm-hmm. it's not like I'd be taking another week. I mean, I'd just do. What about the second weekend of our gun season, like the 24th, 25th, 26th? That would be, I feel like that'd be an awesome time to get down there. Yeah, but that's like what I'm saying. That's Thanksgiving weekend. I mean, kind of a bunch of family stuff and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. We'll see. I mean, the cameras are still down there, so we'll see what kind of 
does it. I probably should have moved him over to the soybeans, but I actually just found out from Kyle that <laughs> I thought the guy just took the beans off because he told me two spots. But then when I went there, I only saw the one. So I was like, oh, he must have just did the one standing. He's like, oh, no, it's way over to the west where you can't see it. So mm. I guess I didn't know that. But um, we'll see if uh, if I get down there. Or maybe Damon or Jimmy will be nice enough to run down there and put the cameras over the beans. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see when we can get down there. But I'm in uh, no crazy rush right now. I mean, play a kinda, yeah. Got a 180 back home. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> helps. Still limping but around. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. I don't know. It's it's kind of tough, especially after you just use your week, and now it's like, okay, do you want to use another one and drain your PTO bank? I mean, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. All it takes is one good one on camera, though, and yeah. then all of a sudden then the battery me. just gets recharged <laughs> in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I need that this time of year after sitting for this long. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh it wasn't bad. I mean, got a lot of intel. I mean, saw just just a dumb amount of deer. I mean, mm-hmm. out yeah. in the beans and that's kind of what I did find interesting right now is like I saw the chasing, but there was a lot of deer just browsing the bean fields. I mean, just casually, nothing I mean, you saw some younger bucks come push them does, but even some other bucks just by themselves just going out into the bean fields feeding and yeah like oh it kind of just gave me that feeling like post rut everything kind of hitting the food sources already but yeah yeah i bet i wouldn't doubt a lot of the more mature bucks were maybe locked down in a, in a fence line i mean oh i bet they were because yeah i mean the one time the shooter right i saw i mean i mean he's mature i mean just a tank of a body but i mean he's probably what 140 i mean that's the biggest one that i saw which i mean like we said with the cameras i mean who knows what's down there and it's just such yeah. a such a big piece it's it's crazy yeah. mm-hmm. another yeah. one that we get to shed hunt yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that could be close. first private oh. one yeah yeah better get in there well i forgot to ask i'll ask both of you guys how do they respond to calling when you guys were down there did you guys call a lot i i did some rattles and like i said i rattled that old one in yeah immediately and i rattled another eight pointer in so it's I seemed like they re- responded like better than up here yeah. in my experience from calling up here. Mm-hmm. And mine was opposite. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I already, right. I already said like the last time I don't like rattling just cause it, mm-hmm. I don't, I just feel weird. Like I'd rather just take out the grunt tube and oh, throw yeah. a few, which I had some respond to the grunts, but the rattling, I had nothing. What about a doe bleat? Did you ever guys use one of those? Never mess with that. I tried it on the, on that nice one that run through. But mm-hmm. yeah, he wasn't stopping for anything. <laughs> User he had a hot on a doe's ass. So yeah, he had to... some. Uh, <laughs> well, I was trying everything I had in the bag, just yeah. <laughs> throwing <laughs> everything just at him, turning <laughs> it over, <laughs> rattling <laughs> it. Playing a That's tune. funny. <laughs> Iowa. Yep. Just like but, that. But now we come back and we got the Orange Army coming to town in Wisconsin. Oh yeah, exciting keep time on the swivel. Look forward to <laughs> it every un- year. Or an unexciting time, depends on who you are. Yeah. If you're one of those guys that's saying, a big bow hunter, and saying, dang it, I don't want any of these three-and-a-half-year-olds shot that I've been passing up for all season long, well, then maybe it isn't an exciting time. But That's kind of where we're at ma- right now. If you're now. the majority of the public, it's it's a good time. If anything, you're, you're at least 
the camaraderie with deer camp coming yeah, up and stuff. It's something I'm I'm definitely looking forward to. Yeah, it's always well, it's like nerve wracking for us this year because we have like yeah three, maybe even four like freaking stud young deer on camera this year. It's the most we've had like consistently. It's like oh man, there's two that you're just like. Please there's two that are it. like mm-hmm. super studs, like. Because the one right now, I bet if you saw him, the one we call Wemby, if you saw him, you'd be like, ooh. Wemby, like, ooh. Yeah, I mean, I he's got a six-point side <laughs> and then a five-point side, and he's just he got wide. like 18-inch tall tines, too, like <laughs> Wemby is? <or>? <laughs> no, <laughs> but he could. He's got the potential where, Potentially, I mean, yeah. his beams are just long, big six-point side. He's and, really wide. Yeah. So if anyone saw him, I mean, you see all those tines. I mean, he's, he's going to get blasted shot for sure, immediately, yeah. but it's like. If he could make it a year, oh, yeah. man, I mean, just and to fill out those beams, it's, it's exciting. And the yeah. other one, I think, might have some uh, Ray Finkel genetics because he's For sure. short time, but a lot of times. Yes. And yeah, he's, he's got one of those like middle ones in between his time where that's oh. where I was like, that just looks identical to a yeah. young. What'd you name Ray. him? What'd you name him? Lil Ray. Einhorn. <laughs> if you don't know the reference, we'll Einhorn. see if the viewers do. Nine so we got Horn. Ray Finkel. No, Einhorn. Jeez, Einhorn. Dude. Sorry, I didn't hear you. <laughs> Einhorn is Finkel. Pretty sure everybody else heard. We'll see if the viewers and all that. So we got Ray Finkel, and then the new one is Einhorn. Comment if you know what they're talking about. (laughs) Apparently, you guys don't. Get a plus. I don't have a clue. Nope. (laughs) I I didn't hunt the deer, or I don't have a deer named Ray Finkel, so I haven't studied it. (laughs) I don't know who Ray Finkel is. That's kind of disappointing. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, then the other one we have, he was – hit bow season, so he's got, like, I think we touched on it last time, oh, yeah. he's got that arrow sticking out of his back right now, but mm-hmm. he's just one of those eight-pointers where it's like, please make it, because just a big old eight-pointer, I mean, I don't know who doesn't like a, a big eight. Mega, mega eight. But, yeah, I mean, I usually just open in weekend, and then uh, don't really dabble with it too much after that. I just don't really get into gun hunting too much, but, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a tradition that has seemed like it's kind of, died a little bit over the last how many years but mm-hmm. what do you think we got to do to like kind of bring it back besides the dnr changing rules and yeah i don't know i don't think it's ever gonna i don't think it's ever coming back the way it was no definitely yeah. not gotta start the steer management has just gotten i think that's you yeah. t- it's that's exactly right i mean the, the management portion of it is what kills it for a majority of the hunters in the groups because you know whoever could you know has the main control on the land or the group of people that do, you've usually got a set standard of management, um, set goals on what you want to accomplish. And as fun as it is to have other people in camp and family members and everything like that, which is great, you know, we all want them in camp or whoever, you know, you want people around. But the last thing somebody wants also, the majority of the hunters, this is majority, not everybody, but you don't, basically where I'm going is you can't have just, Everybody come in and wreck, not wreck, but shoot what uh, yeah. you're working on. You know, all yep. year long you all work on, long, yeah. you work on food plots, you work on uh, timber management, uh, bedding areas. You try to hold deer in there for to what? Go and drive it in a group drive to shoot. You know, have somebody shoot it that doesn't put in that same work and that doesn't have the same management goals. The management it kills the fun, uh, and the fun kills the management. It's not yeah. Trail cameras have a lot to do with it too, yeah. because it, before those, I mean, even guys that hunt a lot, there's big bucks that you don't see, that you don't even know are there, and sometimes you're better off not knowing are there. I feel like, mm-hmm. 
some sometimes I know I've I've seen it firsthand. Somebody with certain property was, hey, yeah, come on and hunt anytime you want, and everything's good, and we're all having a good time. And then you get one great big buck on camera, and everything changes. It's oh wait a minute, he's the here. Start with a D. Uh oh, we can't. Uh, you know, we're not. You know, nobody nobody so else is in. And uh, no, I'm, no, no names. It's multiple groups. I mean, that's yeah. what cameras do. It's that's yeah. why a lot oh, of that's people. That's a good spot. I'm a gonna go rep. hunt there. <laughs> and it's not even just with that. I mean, you look at no back tags and no uh, running down to the gas station to register, and you see the big buck board and whatnot, that and kills you know, it. having no guys, tags. yeah, <laughs> stopping at the mm-hmm. at some guy's tailgate. I mean, you know what I miss? It's like I miss... you don't see guys downtown with the tailgate open with the big no. buck out back anymore. They just no. either sit at their houses. I mean, it's just the little things like that. Yep. I mean. I miss going to Joe's shop quick and looking at their like playback little thing of oh, all yeah, that yeah. came through. They still Grab have that. I think, don't they, they do. They do. I just do I just it. was there and looked at it. There's like six bucks on there from the entire that's year. Sad. I sat there. I'm like, that's a repeat already. Okay, I'm gone. That's sad. And it's, it's just kind of a trickle down from the no back tags. I mean, you don't have to go mm-hmm. into uh, the gas station to buy your tag anymore. I mean, just online yeah. and mm-hmm. you don't uh, have to go in to register it or anything like that. So. Yeah. That's, I mean, you just don't see that. Yeah, I think it's trail cameras are kind of the uh, one of the root causes of the issue, though. It's it's land prices, lease prices, every you know, all everything included. Everybody's gonna. I mean, you're, there's no, there's not a whole lot of hey guys, come and hunt, enjoy the farm anymore. I mean, there's certain pockets, certain spots. I know you know your dad provides that for a lot of people, which is awesome. But it's really pockety, and rightfully so. I, if I owned great big farm and put a ton of work ton of money and time into letting deer go and trying to harvest you know giant bucks like like this one in the back it's hard to have as much as you want to hunt with your buddies and people that you enjoy being around that's all the you know you put so much time and effort into it to have you know have it like that is it's tough it's a it's a yep it's just a slippery slope, I guess. You, you think it say. would feel a little bit more different if it was shotgun only compared to rifles? Maybe a little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't. And everything yeah, really. A little more. Would get you don't I don't think, think it would cha- be any different? I don't think it changes that much for me. No, because you're Same still can shoot 152. I mean, they do, but you're only shooting. Where do you guys stand on it? I mean, if say you guys are putting in money, you either got your own farm, your own lease, and you've had a group of people coming out for a long time, and then pretty soon... They're not showing up anymore. You guys are putting in ten times the work as everybody else, ten times the money. Um, you know, pretty soon you got to draw a line. Where does tradition and good fun end, and where does you know, yeah, your personal hunting if, goals? If and you're your, like, if you like, just bought a chunk of land, like yourself, and yeah. for you and your immediate family, I think it's it's going to be real tough to invite a bunch of people out and come. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Especially during gun seasons, shoot all the deer, have a bunch of drives and stuff. Mm-hmm. I get it's land now is so expensive, big time. So it's I, I think that would ruin a lot. But. Yeah, and I think can't trail cameras. Not to keep beating my head against that, but <laughs> I think that they have changed a lot because you start to realize how few of really good bucks there are out there. Um, you know, when you haven't been hunting much, you always just say, oh, there's still probably plenty of great big ones out there. I just haven't had the time to get out there or I'm not having any luck. But when you've got trail cameras sitting there doing all this scouting work on your farm, whether it be cell camera or regular camera, doesn't matter. You have six, eight 
cameras on hundred acre piece of property and you start to realize, geez, I've had these cameras out all year and I have one shooter buck and maybe one borderline buck on there all year long. Yep. Then it starts, you start to kind of, you know, you start to tighten up a little bit and you're saying, Hey shit, I got, you know, all this time and money I'm putting in and basically I'm hunting, you know, arguably one good deer in the area. And if he gets shot by somebody that's not, you know, my best buddy, best family member, you know, who's not putting in the same work, then it starts to just kind of doesn't sit with, you know, doesn't sit with you well or yeah, not yeah. saying you are, are unhappy if anybody gets it because that's, you know, not where I'm trying to go with this. But anybody <laughs> who's, fair, fair anybody, <laughs> anybody who, uh, yeah, it's fair chase, you know, how that goes. But <clears throat> I feel like if you've put in a lot of work into a property or you've bought a property, I haven't, but put in work into a property and manage, trying to manage, you would under, you get it a little bit better than maybe just the average Yep. Yeah, but it's well, a pretty, it's an interesting topic. You could go on a long, <laughs> long. Yep. Well, you were just talking about, uh, you were talking about uh, trail cameras. That kind of just led me to think, I got two soakers that have been out all year that I've been dying to go check. Might have to do that before gun season. I like doing that. I don't think we did that this year, really, did we? Yeah, I did. I put that one out with Walker up in the uh, Chicago plot. I just got that one this weekend. Well, yeah, but that's, that's <laughs> two months. Super yeah. soaker dried. We up. did, yeah. but we did those two deep in the woods last year, and we left them like all year long. I thought yeah. that was awesome to go back and look late. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's fun. It's like Christmas. Yeah. Little surprise. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it was two years ago. I had a buck come up and rub on the same tree that I had the camera on, and it just wrecked the rest of the pictures the whole year. And that yep. was a. That's why you got to get a couple out there, because yeah, that that shit happens. Or you have a malfunction of some kind yep remember we it's got like, that what? video a couple of years ago a buck like i don't even think he was rubbing on it he just like ripped it down with his horns the camera's on video mode dang he yeah like hit it a couple times it goes up in the air it goes down and then it totally ripped it off the tree yeah it's a cool <laughs> it was a cool <laughs> video. yeah on video mode <laughs> that's pretty sweet i put well one of the super soakers is out on like an old logging trail there's an overhanging branch, and I kind of put, like, another branch kind of hanging down to get them to scrape on that spot. I had one there last year, too, and it was phenomenal for pictures, so I'm really looking forward to checking that out. That would be cool, yeah. Big surprise, yeah. I pretty much set them out this year because I had two, three, three and a half year olds on camera that I was really wanting to see, like, what their patterns were. I know it changes, like, a year or two, but it's going to be awesome to see yeah. where they that's what we did for the in. the one that we did last year we put it like deep in our bigger woods on a trail uh that kind of comes from like um like a pinch point from the neighbors kind of just to see if they're hitting that trail or coming onto ours yep um like during the daylight or just uh trying to figure out their movement more and it definitely was a, a used trail so it was kind of interesting to see like you said like through the mm-hmm. whole season that's fun how we kind of used it for. You yeah. might as well use the cameras you got. Like, I've, yeah, for like, sure. Lately, like yeah. cell cameras are starting to take over. Everybody's got them, and then yeah. pretty soon you look in your, your you know, the, the bottom drawer, you're like, shit, there's, oh, I still got a couple I still of got cameras ones. that you used four years ago, and they're yeah. still working great. Yeah. Get them out there. Yeah, he said they're a usually one better than the batteries, to, uh, anyhow. Oh, big time. And I went to check it, I don't know how many weeks ago that was, and it was tore down from a little buck. He had that on Jeez. video mode, too, and it was the same thing. It was Damn. completely at the base of the tree. But yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, I forgot it's like, yeah, too, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like you say, it's a little surprise on those silkers. And like we were talking right before mm-hmm. we came on air here, I mean, those bonus bucks there. 
yeah. showing up for a nice little surprise. A little late, but yeah, I mean, it seems like it's usually never around this never time. Never too late. Though. It's normally around this time. It's but usually I feel like they show up right now and they stay around for a little. little it's while. like you don't get that bonus buck come like mid October. It's like you got yeah. the bucks you know, and it's yeah. uh, to me, it just always seems like around gun season. It's like yeah. Oh, who the heck are you? Looking I mean, for that yeah. last doe. Yeah. I mean, not last. I mean. Which it's like you were next, saying, yeah, kind of freeing up a little bit. And yeah. Maybe getting a little desperate. Des- I had a daylight oh. picture <laughs> yeah. at 11 o'clock this morning. Mm-hmm. Just roaming around. Jeez. Buck and I have tried him to kill all year long. So that's what I was hoping for in Iowa. God. But, yeah, it was kind of dead that mid-afternoon. But, yeah, I mean, you're kind of getting to that point where some bucks might get a little desperate looking the. Yeah. You're Definitely. being you're being too loud with your little Debbie rappers, probably. <laughs> no, I was a little smart. I put them in a container. <laughs> Better yeah. mode. This yeah. might be going Dedicate. to the next level, but have you guys ever like thought about putting your trail cameras in out in like March or like April, like on trails, just to see what trails nope. like the best for getting pictures? Never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it. Uh, my grandpa, he's out. He was always huge into just getting pictures, especially when the first cam we first started using cameras before yeah. cell cameras, anything. Yeah. Loved just it. To, I mean, just to test them checking out checking the cameras was the you know that's a damn near oh, mini, yeah. mini holiday in our little, <laughs> yeah. little hunting camp. Yeah, our, our camera checking day. But uh, um, so he liked them so much. A lot of times he just kept on filling the batteries all year long. Mm-hmm. And his particular property, we didn't learn a ton about the deer movement because they don't winter there hardly at all. But yeah, we we got coyote pictures. Uh, in the springs, you start getting. We got some cool duck pictures, turkey. I mean, it's a, it's just fun to to see. Even if you're, you know, if your deer herd isn't wintering there, you can so still you get some cool. Intel. You do that just to see their like the trails they use. I have before. If there's a couple coming out to like a field or something, I'll yeah. put them on one on like both trail kind of to see which one gets more pictures. I like it during so like, shed season a lot. Yeah, because then you know for one, oh, you, yeah, you've yeah. always got your target oh. sheds to find, yeah. but. When you're kind of checking it here and there, if you have access, you know for one when they shed, where they, somewhat oh, yeah. where they were when you shed, and that's another reason why I'm pulling huge. those super soakers to put them on. Yeah, beans that I got around to. It's yeah, huge. we usually leave some out until I think that year we had Billy there. I mean, he left it out till damn near March. I mean, yep. yeah, we got pictures. I'm gonna keep the batteries going. Yeah, and if well, you didn't, uh, well, you got lucky and found it anyhow, but. I mean, a lot of times, if you didn't know Billy was wintering there like he was, you probably wouldn't have, you know, put all the time in shed hunting that you did. Oh, yeah. That's but. another thing, though, too. We Our subscription of, like, our trail cameras kind of, we kind of cancel that around mid-December. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I go and pull the chips and go through those and kind of get a beat on where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. I like another thing, not to get too early on shed hunting, it's November <laughs> 15th, but... Or is it 14th? I don't know. 14th today. 14th. 14th. But, yeah, I love just getting cameras out on trails, going to the beans, and I like scouting, like, in January before I. Yeah, you almost have to just move them to the scouting for shed hunting? Yep. (laughs) It works. It works. When you say you put them out in March, it's like. your time, put your miles on. You only got so much time to do things. You might as well be doing it in the right spot. Yep. Well, you actually, you can get turkeys, too, if you, you get lucky. I know nah. you don't like turkeys. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I don't need I'll to look at those pictures. All, all it takes is one gobble for me to get into turkey on. Yeah. I'm I don't need fun. to look at turkey pictures. If you were talking about, like, way back in the day with uh, trail cams. Yeah, yeah. This made me think of, like, two different things, with, like, in the old old days for always going when we're shed hunting with Luke. 
Yep. Always talks about cam tracker oh, pictures. Yeah. <laughs> we should the call Luke on that. Cam tra- we got Remember it. that first time heading down the Iowa when he's it's still he's saying it still today. He still says it. I'm sitting. In the I got a bunch of cam, cam tracker, tracker pictures. Of that thing. I'm sitting in the back seat. I'm like, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> he always says. Cam Yours, I don't know. What are you? Cam tracker, trail cams. What? What else? Cam what other trackers. is it? There's yeah. a couple other little terms people use, but I've the never night eyes. the night eyes. I've yeah. never oh, heard that. Wildlife eyes. That's oh what yeah, it's called. that's yeah. a yeah, that's an actual old brand. Those but big freaking things <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. juries used to use. Cam tracker still to this day for Luke every time we're shut out. But then <laughs> also thought about pictures. Yeah. Also thought about like when we were little, Dad had. A couple cameras that had actual film in them. Yeah, to go get them developed. Yep. He that still has. Like, we well, yeah, he has like printed out of, pictures. Yeah, of deer. Yep. They're, they're fun to look back at. Oh, we yeah. got some of those laying around too. Yeah, what a different world we're in though. We should all just order one, and just put it on. Yeah, on our properties and just go back and. Uh, <laughs> so the worst part was you had to put them on a trailer or something because most of them only get like 20, 20 to thirty six pictures and it's well, like what. And what I know my uncle. How? He said. uh he goes. That was. How are you? It was nice to go there and get them developed, and then you have a surprise to look at. But it was just the absolute worst. <laughs> when you get all that pay, all that money to get them developed, and it's just a branch going back <laughs> and forth. The ones yeah. I remember that Dad had were the film ones where he had on a apple tree and like good clearing in it. He had some. There's actually a couple of nice bucks back in the day. It was cool to look he at. He probably spent a little bit more time making sure you had the trail camera in the right spot. Yeah. Well, yeah. that, that just goes to show, like, I'm so anal about summertime picks and getting all the weeds, like, out of the way of the camera. Yeah. That's because back in the day, we used to run, like, two gigabyte cards, and they'd fill up in, like, a yeah. week. And all of a sudden, you get just a grass just moving back and forth. should be calling him like, to come weed whip all everything for you. <laughs> <laughs> you need weed I got a little hand, hand weed whipper. That works yep. pretty nice. You got, like, a giant machete knife. And yeah. Hit myself in the knee with it one time. Too. Yeah, Sheesh. stick to the weed whacker. I don't trust <laughs> myself with that big, big uh, whatever it is you got. It was it's worse than a machete. <laughs> well, we were gonna talk about uh, the new giant that Dustin just. Uh oh, bonus buck time, right? Laid eyes on him. Uh-oh. Bonus buck time. No, I one the kind of the main lease we've been hunting all year. Um, I've had a camera up in the corner. A little bit separate than the majority of the uh, cell cams we've got. Um, and I was hunting this Saturday, which would be the 11th. It was it was Veterans Day. And then after my morning hunt, I'm like, I haven't checked this camera in about eight, you know, eight, ten days. I'm close by. The field wasn't muddy, so I could drive my truck up to it. Um, went and checked it. Um, obviously, it's a regular camera, so I couldn't just pull it up and, and look at it. I ended up driving home. Uh, see my wife, daughter for a little bit, and I'm like, I gotta throw this card in. You never know. Although you've got 15 roughly cell cams on the property, so I'm not expecting anything overly um, different, and maybe just a different oh, one of the same bucks using a different area, learning what he's doing, type of thing. Yeah. And I wasn't more than 30, 40 pictures in, and man, my jaw kind of hit the hit my knees. I'm <laughs> like. Holy cow! And I start. I started making phone calls. I think I called everybody in my direct hunting party <laughs> within 20 minutes. Damn. Well, tried to make it as quick as I could, but I think probably had a 20 minute conversation with each person. But I was <laughs> I was fired up. And then, uh, so he was to top it off. He was there more than one time. We've all had those one time night pictures in the Just rut, and then you find it, you know, a week later, and you sit there and hunt that deer for 
a week and he's probably long long gone four miles away. out of your area yeah he's he's been there done that and he's left but um he was there a couple of nights so that gave me a little bit of extra hope um so then kind of made a game plan for that night um sat with the decoy within 100 yards from the camera and he he had been coming out just after dark but that time of year that doesn't mean a whole lot either um I was hoping and he didn't look like he had a doe so I was thinking well hey I'm gonna try the, uh, a buck decoy and see what kind of luck I have pretty slow um the next morning though I called my brother first off gave him a little shit see if I made sure he wanted to go hunting first I didn't tell him him there was a, a giant in there <laughs> Jeez. I've, been, I've been giving him some Sorry, shit <laughs> giving him some shit because he's been busy lately with with ball and in college and stuff but I've been giving him some shit about Anytime he misses a stand trimming day or food plot day or you name it. Like, hey, you want to go hunting tomorrow? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, are you going to be ready? For sure, because he's been known to sleep in. Yep, no, I'm, I'm setting a couple of alarms. And uh, I'm like, okay, well, that's good because there is a, a freaking giant and <laughs> that just showed up. <laughs> so we both hunt um, kind of around the corner from each other, but in the same general area of that camera, hoping to see that buck, nothing much. Well, that's that was that was my season at the time i didn't like yeah that's just how it goes and uh we needed to make a few um put out a few blinds move a blind for gun season coming up this weekend and in the process of doing that um we were driving back on a field road on the lease and then saw a couple of deer bedded out in the in the pasture and all year long i've seen a couple of them doing this and every time it's a good buck bedded out with the doe locked down i mean impossible to kill at the time but seeing them out there they're feeling pretty you know pretty ballsy and pretty brave and i'm looking at him and i'm like damn big buck right away i could see his rack from 400 yards away i mean you know that's big a, a different buck, yeah. kind of deer and he was complete opposite sides of the of the farm from where i had the cameras of him or the the pictures of him just less than 48 hours prior i get the binos up start putting it together and i'm like are you kidding me? That's our guy that we were hunting this morning. We were hunting the, that morning literally a half mile plus away from him, trying to hone in on him over there. And I'm like, Tanner, we were way off this morning, weren't we? But um, <laughs> we got got a, I don't know, five, ten minutes of footage. Felt like I just kept filming because I you know, couldn't believe it the entire time. I'm like, <laughs> it's arguably he's probably with a broken he's got one broken g3 G3. um but i mean without that broken tine i still think he's probably the biggest buck i've seen in with my eyes in in wisconsin he's got huge brows so we'll see i mean hopefully he sticks around there for for gun season and we're piling in my myself my brother grandpa uncle my first cousin gabe he's uh i don't care a little lucky i don't care who gets this weekend when he saw him. Oh, crap. Yeah. Just well, bedded in the open. <laughs> or else I'm lucky because I don't think I was making a 400-yard shot. As, as Chris Kyle. As well, I mean, you can still. I would have maybe snuck up on yeah. him. but it w- And who knows? There's people that can shoot 400 yards. I'm not there. I don't have that equipment. But, um, yeah, I'd spent a long time since I've been this fired up for, for gun season. You know, most time. Big time. Not to uh, sound like a broken record here, but for going into gun season, most of my target, you know, the target deer going into the year are, are dead. Yep. Um, and it's kind of like, well, let's get whoever made it through, through. So we've got something exciting for next year. This year, a little bit different. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Ho- hope maybe he's a mile, uh, two miles away. But like I said, this time of year, crazy things happen. Some bigger deer show up and 
usually you lose them, and for once we gained one, and hopefully he sticks around. I don't care who gets him. Hopefully if it's sticks somebody, around a couple days. If at it's least. somebody yeah. in our group, I'm I'm extremely happy, and we've all got a fair chance at seeing him. I mean, well, tell him about after you saw him going into that, that night too. Yeah, yeah. That so night too. Yeah. I seen him, and he was pretty much. It looked to me like he was 100 percent locked down. The doe was bedded out in the pasture with him. So any, I mean, she was, she was out there. And anytime I've seen that in recent, not just recently, but all through the years, it's yeah. a it's a 100 percent lockdown situation. He doesn't go. He's far, not going to yeah. be moving much. And there was a three year old and a yearling there in the bunch too. Kind of, he was the he was the man of the group, but they were waiting for their chance and. uh so slowly they just kind of worked into this into the the neighbor's woods actually. So I'm like, well, okay. I went on that. We did our business. We went and hung that blind, um, hung the blind, set up the blind. Um, as generally, I mean, we were a couple hundred yards away. They're fairly used to equipment, farm equipment. I figured it'd be the same. What's the difference to them? Yeah. Did that, and then I'm like, I got to get back to the to the cabin. I got to show Mitch this vi- this, uh, this video, this <laughs> this monster, and try to get a better look at him. Pull him up on on your laptop. Yep. And we're looking at him, and, and yeah, he's as big as he looked on on trail cam, yeah. if not bigger. And uh, then it's like, okay, how are we going to hunt him tonight? The we, the southwest wind. There wasn't a great option close by there, and where he was was out in the pasture. Where I swear they do that on purpose. They they're safe out there. I mean, it, look, me. it looks yeah. like they're being they're being dumb. They're out in the open, but he can see everybody coming from a long ways. And the way he can't see, he's got the wind in his favor. I feel like it's always right where they're they yeah. do it uh, for a reason. But <laughs> yep. they were out there, so sat there, kicked around ideas. Maybe I thought about sitting that's the blind we hung for for gun season. Really, um, mm-hmm. That's probably three, four hundred yards from there, but it's down next next to some water that I thought that doe might pull him to. But um, you know, ultimately ended up you kinda ended up talking me into it and I was glad you did because as soon as you did, I'm like, Absolutely, you're right. Let's why why would why aggressive. wouldn't we go in and tr- get aggressive and try to try to kill this thing? Because they ain't moving much when they're locked down. So mm-hmm. what I did, um, circled around the hill snuck up i thought about getting into the line fence more and hanging right on the line but from a distance with my binos i didn't see any trees that really looked doable there so i end up hanging my stand in a patch of woods still within 150 yards from where they walked in and i thought they were coming my way really really if they came out and uh threw up a decoy and the entire night was on the edge of my seat we've (laughs) probably been there a few times yeah we talked about that giant it's like You, but it was bow in hand the the entire night, and and then, like I said, the deer has not been on a tr- uh, cell cam all year long, and about four thirty five o'clock, yeah, you know, we're talking early. about <laughs> a half hour, forty five minutes before dark, just as I'm sitting there, just you know, waiting for him. I'm like, wait a minute, shows up, the deer ended up crossing a huge valley, and was five hundred yards away from me. So between <laughs> when we saw him at 11 o'clock in the morning to getting out there at 2.30, he had uh, up and left. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe she wasn't fully in heat. Maybe he brought her and was done. Mm-hmm. I truly don't know. But uh, at that point, I'm just like, and there was a couple other good deer in the area. But after seeing him, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Immediately hung the bow back there up. There was a text. <laughs> I hung the bow. I saw, I'm like, Tanner, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Let's I, I, I started a group text with him and Tanner. Oh, <laughs> He's man. like, Tanner, are you ready? I've been ready for the last hour, dude. Where are you? <laughs> 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 I 
five but minutes, but it was, was fun squeezing I'm, the I'm life out I'm of happy his we, <laughs> I'm happy we, we kind of, I threw in the, you know, yeah, threw you, in all the chips. It was, you gotta. It was the last day I could bow hunt, so why not? Do you have any rattling or anything when you had the decoy out there? I didn't. I just had the decoy out there. and I don't know, you, those of you guys, you hunted with a decoy a little bit. I don't know if you have yeah. recently or not, but hunting with a decoy is is fun. I never got, you know, to see quite what you did with a little yearling reacting, but <laughs> um, every time you turn around your shoulder, you're looking around. down. There was a big field down below me. I was kind of checking out a few deer down there, and especially when it's getting to that good time, you kind of peek back at your decoy. You ever had it where you're like, I think it's a deer. Like it just kind of keeps you on the, it keeps you on your edge. You're like, yeah, obviously oh, that's a, that's a decoy. I knew that, but sure, it just I've, I've seeing that them. deer, that realistic deer standing 18 yards. It just, Dude, that's literally what mine was at the other night too. 18 I'm, yards. I'm not used to it. It's I bought like, a decoy whoa. two years ago and I've never used it still. I, I that was the first one. time I've used one in five six years probably. I really want to try. People have awesome. Still haven't used it yet. I made a lot of noise. open. You should should use it yeah. i mean it's we got one good stand that it could be really good for just too, and that stand i would go lay it in the in the grass high grass right next to it so it's got no scent on it when you want to go hunt it go hunt it my yeah. biggest issue was it was windy moving out there. and the decoy had had it's <laughs> it's been it used before and i had staked it down the best i could but i like to have it you know quartering to me so when a buck comes it's going to circle a buck decoy from the front leaving you a chip shot yeah um but i had to have it like asked to me to be honest with you just with uh with the way the wind was blowing i couldn't keep that thing standing up and the night before that i tried it was damn near getting to prime time and thank goodness there was no deer in the field yet at that point but the damn thing tipped over the taxi sound was funny i just had to run back out there (laughs) i I did i'm like jesus he tipped over and i'm trying to because any minute i feel like there's gonna be a deer coming out oh yeah (laughs) yeah. (laughs) i wish i could have seen a video from myself but exciting times yeah he's he's a hell of a buck i don't know where he came from I'm sure there's somebody out there thinking Thanks or wishing and saying, hey, where the heck is this guy at? Or I'm sure they got their own name for him and everything else. But <laughs> yeah, for now once, the anticipation of gun season where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, boy. See pins and needles on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. But exciting as I've been in a long time. And just having an opportunity to maybe see one like that makes my, makes my hunt. Because, you know what, back to the old tarot cameras, we all use them. And then you go into the season, and it's like, hey. I got so and so, so and so, and so and so, and so and so is dead, and he's you know gone or whatever, and you're kind of out there. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna fill the freezer a little bit or manage some does, but for you know this year's a little different for us. You know, knock on wood, there's bow hunting still open. I shouldn't shouldn't say anything too too soon, but we're excited. Everybody everybody is. I think uh, our whole hunting party is going to be hunting in that little. Got the whole clan in every tree on every corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we talked about it, kind of a, a group call, and you're like, "Why wouldn't we do that?" I'm like, "Yeah, you're 100 percent right. Why wouldn't we do?" It? I mean, if I'm, there's no way I'm not going to sit there. If you talk, you ain't talking me into going anywhere else. I know yep. that. You're like 50 yards away from each other in trees, just making hand <laughs> signals. Anything? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, doing baseball signals. <laughs> yep. Oh man, what's but, your guys' uh, uh be fun strategies for opening day then? I don't know. It's usually, uh, hey, where are you sitting? Oh, do you know where you're sitting yet? 
No, I don't. What about like, you? you somebody, yeah. somebody decide. Who's, who's going to be the guy? Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to the best spot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is where I'm going. You guys playing? It's usually one of those things everybody knows, but you're kind of tiptoeing around. So trying do to you say it first? Where do you want to go? <laughs> yeah, you I don't know. I don't put a whole lot of thought into it. I just yeah. like, okay, yeah. I'll just go over here. Once I have the gun in my hand, it's time to shoot some does. Oh boy! That's I was thinking about I, uh, this year. You got a few hit listers left, though. You got yeah. any uh, bad blood? And just saying, hey, I want to. Obviously, you want to kill one of those five and a half year olds, but yeah, little extra being you bow hunted hard all year and didn't have a chance at them. I mean, maybe your luck's running out. <laughs> I mean, you can I only kill. You can only kill a one ninety yeah. every every so often. I guess true. Well, I've been trying to kill five and a half year old one thirties all year, and they've been giving me the slip all year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five and a half year olds are tough. Yeah. But yeah, opening morning, I'm going to be sitting in uh, my normal spot up on a ridge. Got a water hole and clover plot, shut a rack fuel uh, right next to me. And they move pretty much all day around there. It's awesome spot. It's a fun spot. And the yeah. neighbor just got their corn off too. So should be a should be a good sit. But I don't know. The weather looks a little bit better than it is right now. Today it was like sixty-five, and yeah, I think tomorrow looks good. Like the too. But yeah. I think there's the weather, a big drop from Thursday to Friday, and then yep. I was just telling him I think the low Friday night into Saturday is like thirty-four, maybe. Yep. Yeah, so I not just, terrible. I just yeah. looked recently; it was even getting a little bit colder. Yet today, it, I checked it today, and then yesterday, today looked better for the weekend, but not quite as cold as last a, year. But yeah. no, last year was was tough, windy, snowy. Um, I know I've that gotten some rough. shit on uh, the whole box blind stuff. You've got so you're on a ridge. You've got a pond. You got a food plot. Here we go. Do you have a box <laughs> blind too, or how how good a spot is this? I do have a box blind. A heated box blind on a ridge on a oh, pond. Yeah, I only use it for gun hunting. That's it. That's a heck. That's a money <laughs> money spot. Good job. I might bring a heater in there too. So. <laughs> might bring one in there. Don't you get one and all set up? Maybe you need some extra. Most okay, of, we don't need a heater when it's 60 degrees out. <laughs> oh, it's going to be colder than that. But. Yeah, but <laughs> you sent that Snapchat. It was like 55 degrees and you I had to test heater it out. Tested oh, it yeah. Worked. Didn't have his That's I'm a little on. nervous going into this weekend. <laughs> the gun stand I hunt on, it's pretty much it's a lot of far shooting, so I haven't sat there bow hunting yet. Um, I'm a little nervous that the, uh, we have a, a great big, like a 20-gallon LP tank. I'm a little worried. Did a guy leave it on last year? The oh, worst worst case guy. scenario, you get a there, guy. you get there, and uh, it's empty or something. So I'm damn near. I'm thinking I'm going to bring a couple of them little green, green ones just in case. It's like right behind you, right over there. I think you'll yeah. be all right if it's 50 degrees in there. It's not. It's yeah, maybe. I think you'll be okay. Yeah. It it won't be 10 with wind chills in the negative like last year and snowing and windy and <laughs> true. Well, I was I was looking at it changes uh, how you dress. When I know I'm going into the hut, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I'm wearing you know you're wearing your sweatshirt you right now, yeah. chilling. I was looking at the forecast and I was looking at Deercast too. And Friday looks really good. Sneak so, out one more time. I don't know. I might be a couple <laughs> beers deep by the time the night rolls around. Yeah, because I was. I think it is a big drop from Thursday to Friday, like sixty-five to forty or something yep. like that. Really big three and a half year old got killed last year the night before gun hunting, which is the odds of that happening are slim to none, but happened. And he's not with us today. RIP. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about gun season, I don't think I've shot a 
buck with a gun since the very first deer I ever killed. So yeah. I think I should try to fix that soon. Mine I'm was a, 2017. I'm 2010 was my last gun buck that I've killed. And it was oh, arguably nine. one of the biggest bucks I've got. But <laughs> Same. Oh, yeah. nine, biggest one. Oh, man. <laughs> what year mine was? Boys on a dry street. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yikes. For, Don't listen to our gun hunting advice. <laughs> yeah, no crap. Oh, God. When I, I was... What year was it when I was 12? Can't do that math. Do the math. <laughs> yeah. Check out real quick. The, uh, well, the buck that's kind of going. Probably got to go potty. <laughs> the, uh, one of the bucks I've been after all year, I nicknamed him uh, Hasbula because he's just a short time. Great not, name. Yeah. And he's old, but he's not going to get any bigger. It's like our uh, spud web. Yeah. And he's been around all year, but he's like, kind of came and went and he's been missing for the last couple of weeks but he just showed back up at the spot that i've i'm gonna go opening morning so if he comes by he's getting got <laughs> right away i think mine would have been oh nine or ten too like the first year or two that i hunted the first year i ever shot was that's the only buck of ever shot with a gun that's sad Dang. yeah <laughs> yep i've yeah, I don't know if I've shot very many either. I actually really I've shot more during the youth hunt, I think, than really? <laughs> yeah. Remember that match set I found last year that the one I sent that funny the video to of the food plot? Yep. That buck I like really want to shoot. That's he hasn't been around for Spud a Web while. It's just a shitty buck. Spud Web. Spud Web. Terrible I, buck, but you give me an excuse to shoot one. <laughs> I love gun season for that though too. It's like do you waste a bow tag on a buck that you're going to be chasing or on like deer that you're going to be hunting like all year or over nine days. There's no yep. chance I'm going to waste my bow tag on a buck like that, but I will waste a gun tag on yeah. a, like a management buck or yeah. whatever. Management. If there yep. is such a thing. Yeah. Which I, I just saw a new study came out that there kind of isn't, but yeah. Did. Yeah. Well, did you read that article I sent? Yep. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. It makes I'm you not, think. Uh, it makes you think a little bit. Uh, but, well, it doesn't help that it's 50-50, like, doe genetics and buck genetics. But like that buck yeah. I'm talking about, his rack on the cam pictures, cam oh, tracker pictures. Oh, I thought you were going to say <laughs> cam tracker. His rack from the, I found his match set last year. He looks identical. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, that's a management buck if I've ever seen one. Yeah. I'm going to shoot him if I see him with a gun. The one argument with the, hey, you know, what does have good genetics, what bucks have good genetics. If you're practicing good genetics and you heard for, multiple years in a row, the chances are the does have that same, you know, genetics in them as well. Start shooting you know? does, yeah. Yeah, I don't know so that you could post more, that link, but did was, you ever watch that? It was interesting that I still think that I article. still think it I still think it matters. I mean Well it matters because it if you read it it said it comes down to like the food and the nutrition that you have on your property. Yeah. Yeah. The uh the rain and then what was the third one on there? Um uh, there was a third one on there or something, but it said only thirty five percent of their uh, genetics get passed on. Get passed on to yeah. the rack. The other is natural. Yep. Where um, they're at. Developments and Wherever, yeah. yeah. So maybe true. Did you ever see that? Thing? <laughs> maybe true. <laughs> Just doubting the scientists. <laughs> Did well, you no, ever see that thing on yeah. YouTube that Bill Winky had? Because he had that farm for twenty plus years, and he like kept shooting does and does and does like every every single year. They shot a bunch of them. And their genetics just kept getting, like, better and better. Because I feel like, for one, like, less social stress. 
so the the bucks can go out and have their own bedding areas or whatever and do whatever and more food. get bigger and yeah more food for them exactly winter yeah that's probably one thing you see around i mean our area i mean there's so many deer is there's probably not nearly as many does being shot as there should be no I think there's a ton of does around where we're at. We yeah. need to shoot some does. Yeah, I think it's anywhere. I mean, you guys gonna blaze away this week? I could. I could use some meat. Might as well. Yeah, I haven't shot one all year. I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm big on the the doe harvest, improving your hunting. That's odd a lot for of areas. you to not I mean, shoot a doe. Yeah, depends on where I tried, you're at, but <laughs> all right. You haven't drawn budget. I, oh, let's actually, not go into that. Actually, no, I will get into that. <laughs> I uh, yeah. So I was shooting at. It. Had a doe at 30 yards the other night. My brother Michael actually volunteered to come film me. And I had it out there. I'm like, I'm going to try shooting it. Why not? It's I don't care. It's November 10th or whatever it was. But it was pretty slow that night. So I, 30 yards, put my pin right on, tried to heart shoot it, and ducked my arrow. And, yeah, saw our Sunday night limping. So I'm going to. Really? That's going to be my number one target this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not good. I mean, as soon as you, you get a shot her. like that, it's like. You know, yeah, and you kind of knew when you saw the, the penetration. Of yeah, it's not, not good. There. Another thing I got to find shot on now is that arrow. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Happens to everyone, I guess. I was mad, though. Man. Especially especially being dry all year long, and then you go <laughs> yeah. after it, and you're like, what? Yep. Yeah, that sucks. But we have a. Uh, one fan question. There you go. Shout First out, one. Shout out Jordan Zimmer. Thanks for watching the pod. Uh, his question to us was, how do you access the bluffs around here? Or what's the way, best way to get around to access your stands in the bluffs? That's probably know. a question for you guys more than us. We yeah. don't have the bluffs. <laughs> yeah. We've well, got some big hills, but not bluffs. Yeah. That's for sure. Me and Dustin, pretty, I would say we probably got the same answer. Yeah, a little bit of the same probably tactics apply with your bigger hills and, and stuff. But we generally use it. It's always with either four-wheeler or gator for a few reasons. For one, you don't want nobody wants to walk on top of the bluff in the morning. You're going to be sweating your tail off, and it um, you know that takes half hour in itself. So four-wheeler, um, we've actually had good luck with, and you still – Focus on avoiding the bed area, bedding areas the best you can, even if you are getting on top of a bluff. And depending on the farm, a lot of times they're not bedding on top as much as you would think they would just because there's enough cover down low closer to the food. And but, a lot of times up top there's food sources above. Yeah. Too. Or yeah, another fields. thing is in the mornings when we do go on top, we generally go there early mornings where we're beating most of the, the herd up to up to the bedding. So um, that's big. And uh, in all honesty, we've had good luck with, taking the uh, the four-wheelers right underneath a lot of the box stands or, um, I mean, if you're hunting a, a ladder stand, you don't have that luxury, but parking it um, just kind of out of the way as much as you can. But yep. um, you've seen it. You've seen us have success with it. Um, underneath, your, underneath some of our huts, we kind of just tin them in with some old tin and park a gator under there. And sometimes they'll even come on the backside of it where, you know, they can clear. It's clearly in sight, but... Um, you know, we don't have a whole lot of shiny windows or it's not uh, a real attention drawing color. They we deer walk right by it. And I know one of your big target bucks a couple of years oh, ago, yeah. um, yep. my uncle John shot a hundred and, uh, it was like a 175 inch clean 10 pointer 
doing the same same exact thing. He part he drove all the way up through the field because it's I mean it's tough accessing a lot of the what we hunt here. So yep. um, we've had better luck through just you know driving the uh, driving four wheelers over the gator whatever it is right through the deer. You're not hiding yourself, but there just comes to a point where they get used to it. You know they're used to farm equipment. They're used to uh, people in and out of yeah for whatever reasons. What do you um, think? What would you do if you didn't have a UTV? That's what I was just like gonna that, say. Like yeah. if you, that's nice if you have a trail or hey. access to a trail. But I, the one spot on our uncle's spot or farm, that I get to hunt super steep hill. I hunted the other day after I got back from Iowa. Yep, I actually walked out there in just my long johns. <laughs> and was like carrying all the rest of my camo because you almost have that's to. a good sweating move. so bad. It's a great yeah. move, yeah. To me, yeah, you can sure, but I don't know. It's something. If it, if it's me and I, you know, you almost, it's almost becomes unhuntable. I mean, you try to get in there super early. I was going to say that's probably yeah. the only thing that I mean, like you were talking earlier. I mean, you gotta get aggressive come rut so it's like it's not like oh it's i agree shit access, so yep. i'm just not gonna go to that spot i mean yeah like i was saying that one guy i saw that post he gets in there 90 minutes before light i mean yeah it's probably one thing you do and you strip down to your underwear so you don't sweat your ass off and yeah the same spot i'm talking about the i don't remember what day it was early november when it was snowing i went to this spot way up on the hill and i got there plenty early half hour before light at least i think maybe even more than that and i had two or three does were right next to my stand blew at me Dang. a lot that's like while i was getting set up it's like that one of those times where like they wouldn't leave they just stood there and blew at mm-hmm. me for it seemed like hours yeah they finally left i got set up and i saw one of the shooters that morning later so it's like i think you you got to get aggressive because oh yeah the yeah, deer moved on eventually, yep. and I saw a shooter that morning after getting blown at for, like, yep. a, long, a long That just time. goes to show you, too, with deer blowing at you, it, it's not the end of the world. It yeah. seems oh, no. like it in the moment. It's like, oh, it my does. God, yeah. I want to jump I out of the tree. every but, time. Yeah. Like, I texted you guys down in Iowa. I had that yep. doe. I don't know what her deal was. I was just standing there. I was leaning up against a tree. I was comfy, not doing anything. It was calm. She must have just... Got a little sense I was in the area. Wasn't even looking at me. I was standing over there, and she's looking over there. Yeah. <laughs> stomping and blowing. She probably blew yeah. a dozen times. This yeah. year, more than anything, I've seen deer yeah. blowing just at, like, sometimes it's a coyote or it's Random something. Random stuff, not, yeah. yeah. But, like, she was blowing that whole time, and all the deer in the bean fields were just like, what, what the hell doing? are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they they didn't even care. Like, I mean, girl, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Come out and eat but, some. <laughs> I mean, back to his she's question. She's known though. to be crazy in the Come herd. back in. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, back to his question, I mean, yeah, if you have the luxury, I mean, to get a ride on yep. side-by-side or four-wheeler, I mean, yep. we've done it in the past. I mean, you get dropped off right at the stand. I mean, they don't have any really effect to it if they're used to it. But, yep. yeah, I mean, after that, I think it's just aggressiveness. I Getting mean, in there early. I mean, yeah, it sucks. I mean, there's big, steep hills, long walks, whatnot. But yep. Would you I, mean, you I don't know there? what else you're going to do. I mean, yeah. Would you go just, in there in the off season, kind of like maybe bring a chainsaw with and try to? You could probably help your path out there. a little bit because yeah. we've got a couple spots where you you're not on a four wheeler trail and you're just yeah, kind of exactly. going straight to the stand off the side of the hill. And I mean, it sucks. It seems like you're just waking everything up in the woods. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's almost just unavoidable in this area. I mean, yeah. You're just not gonna 
not go to that spot just because it's like, oh, that's yep. a <laughs> big bluff or whatever. I mean, have so we, many made, we yeah, put out a new go. stand this year that's kind of in that same scenario. It's on a bench, and you probably got to walk 200 yards straight uphill. Yeah. And you're sweating to beat the band to get up there. But I feel like in, in the rut, too, it doesn't matter if you're, like, quiet. I mean, if you're close to a bedding area, you might want to be a little more quiet. But a lot of the times when I'm going in, I'm just – trying to get to my tree right away and trying to sit down and let everything settle for a while. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if there's a really good answer for that. I I mean, it's just kind of winging it. Give a couple options. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know if they're going to be bedded close to you though, or if they're going to come from a mile away that morning too. Yeah. I mean, maybe early season's different. I mean, where you're heading to a spot and you're like, okay, I know they're here just off a food source or whatnot. But I mean, now it's like you have no idea if they chase a doe two ridges over and you're going to come back through on top. Yep. And I mean, yeah. So one but. of the biggest things with hunting the bluffs, obviously he, he touched on access, which is, it is tough, you know, but half the battle with the, with the bluffs hunting is, is wind direction and trying to get a consistent yeah. wind. It's, that's what's I think the more, more difficult than accessing it really. Those bluffs move around that wind. They move and around and you can wild. look at your weather app, but the best thing to know is just know that area. When you go get to that stand, say I've got a west wind now and here in this spot I'm really getting a, What's a northwest, yep. and, you know, instead of a Mark You know it swirls in a spot. And yeah. yeah. And sometimes it does. it's not consistent, so you, you're, you're, oh, no. you're screwed. But and it wind, was even. Wind scouting. Mm-hmm. You're saying more times than not, it's not consistent. Oh, no. no. Yeah, even no. down in Iowa this last my last sit, it said a north wind, and I'm sitting there, and it was calm most of the time, and all of a sudden the breeze kicked in. It was hitting me in my neck. I'm like, that's a freaking east wind right now. <laughs> I mean, that is not a north wind. And that's yeah. not yeah. really much yeah. terrain there. It's, no, I mean. Up here, it's way it's worse. Okay. So, I mean, it's yep. just coming off the hill and feeding down through the valley. So it's like, yeah, I mean, it's not like you're hunting down yeah. Kansas and whatnot, just flat. And, I mean, yeah, yeah it just – Bluffs just move everything, and yeah. So I don't think there's a real good answer for that, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> what about the other? Try question? our best, though. Yeah. Hmm? We have one more question from. Uh, oh yeah, we have one more from Sean McRoberts. He says, "Let's talk about food plots. What to plant and when to plant, and how to hunt them." What? So we'll go off that question. We'll just say like early season. What's your go-to? And when do you plant them? And then, like, kind of throughout the year and kind of late season, too. So early season, what do you guys, what's your favorite mix? And what do you, when do you guys like to plant them? We've been going to the uh, chicory a lot in the last couple of years. It seems like they've been hammering that. And we've just got so much alfalfa on our farm. I mean, yeah, um, that's to plant clover. It's like, I mean, it's we already have it there. So it's just something a little bit different. Um, we plant that. I don't even know Hammer when the we, beans when they're still green. Yeah, so I mean yeah. we've planted that the last couple of years, but I mean usually that's a perennial, perennial. So I mean we haven't <laughs> had to yeah do that. And then we planted winter peas and oats the last couple of years at the end of uh, that's, July. Uh, like Dad shot his buck a couple of years ago over our bigger food plot and all winter peas. And I thought it was insane that year how many deer were hammering that winter PE plot. Hmm. And that was rut time. Um, so I guess I'm not I'm not even sure what to think for, like, earlier season, though. Yeah. Like they I've always to, heard radishes early season and clover. Clover probably. My two favorite, sure. yeah. two favorite things to hunt over. I, deer, radishes, I don't think you can beat 
alfalfa and clover. I mean, yeah, early I, season. It's alfalfa, we've tried yeah. the uh, radishes and whatnot, and I don't. I'm just not really a fan. So we've stuck to. We haven't uh, had much luck on our farm with turnips and radishes, really. Yeah, no. I'm gonna plant a lot more lady luck next year. I feel like. I I love clover. I don't know. Yeah, probably because last year I encountered it's, Johnny in clover field. Yeah. It's, I mean, so it's, nice a it's a year round thing. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Thing. you do got to mow it a few times, but you're in an area where as long as you're not having weeds take it over, if you've got a fair amount of deer browse on it, you yeah. don't. You need to mow it a what two three two three times max a, a summer. Once yeah. you get it established, it and yeah. yeah, I mean, once it's established, you're good to go. I mean, maybe like even you, said. Yeah. you can plant it in that. You you've had a lot of luck frost seeding too, right? Yeah, going frost seeding. You it's can a lot even of work going in, the in there too. It's a lot of work going in with a a tiller and a you know sprayer yep. and then planting it and packing it down and praying for rain. Uh, it's I mean a lot of it's a, it's a process. We plant a lot of our like this year we planted a lot of that rack reaper blend, and after we went through and planted those all with the tractor, I'd go in after with the broadcaster and just get that lady luck, get a little clover action in there because next year I want it to be like a clover plot. So mm-hmm. hopefully next year it'll grow up nice yeah. lush clover. I'm gonna try your because uh, that one spot on Rob's uh, up on top of the bluff. It's for one, it's, it's real rocky. It's tough to get in there with a tiller. Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, we're gonna focus on turning that into a clover plot where oh, you, yeah. you know it's just more of. A, I'm gonna try and frost seed it. You've had luck doing that, and actually yeah. I'm gonna do that with a couple of plots that we have. Yeah. Maybe even make a new one here. All the plots in the timber, I would recommend doing clover over anything else because I feel like. They just hammer yeah. them. Your soil quality is a little bit yeah, tougher too to get too, good yeah. growth with the uh, radishes. Yep. And clover yep. can survive in um, the shade better. And yep. with uh, as far as going into late season though, I you know they they do hammer green late season from you know in certain time you know if you have had a good catch of a crop, but it's hard to beat beans, corn. I mean, <laughs> yeah, grain. I mean, it's green. It's not a, beans, it's, not yeah. a, it's usually not a secret if you're watching. No. Uh, Whoever you know, whoever it is, Kiskies, Drury's, wh- wh- whoever's hunting late season and having success, you watch. They're they're hunting on a bean field or a cut corn field. Yeah, we've yeah. stuck to the basics. I mean, yeah. you got your clovers and alfalfa, and then just beans and corn, basically. I mean, yeah. it's a huge draw yeah. because yeah, early early on, there's tons of beans and corn, but not you know the advanced uh, farm equipment and stuff. You're not getting the you know the spillage that you you know did 15, 20 years ago with all the you know, advancements. So when you do have your standing, whatever it may be, beans, crops, it's that much more of a of an attractive. It's, it's yep. huge, yeah. Being yep. able to get set up on that is monster. Yep. Late biggest thing with late season is your access in and out because if you've got to go right through your plot each time out of the tr- out of the uh, blind or the tree, you better yeah. hope you get them your first night or two because they're, they'll catch on quick. But, yep, stuff. <laughs> it's always nice to plant like 20 yards from your blind or so too for the – little kill plot if you mm-hmm. got standing beans kind of around it because I feel like they'll go through the beans and pick on them and then, oh, maybe I'll come in here and get a bulb of radish or sugar beets That's or whatever what we do it is. is and our winter peas and oats, it goes around, what it, What do you say? I mean, within 30 yards yep. around the two sides of it and then outside of that it's yeah. corn and beans. That's one yep. thing that Mark Dre is the master at is making little kill plots like that. He'll have like a huge field and you have – just a bunch of uh, green just coming together within 30 yards of the stand and dynamite. Food plot architecture, I yep. think he calls it. <laughs> yep. yep. It's kind of fun to do that stuff, though. But yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's fun to fun just to see sit in the off season and think about it. Then watching them actually do it, you're like, 
Damn, I did that. Me and Cole were texting one time and like took screenshots on Onyx and stuff of like the food plot area. We're like like coloring in like where we want to plant and what we want to plant. Yeah, we like change it like six times, just (laughs) barely changing it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, it's fun too. I've noticed when you go in with the drone, like I'll bring the drone, you can see all the trails that kind of like come together. Like, oh. I know where I'm going to put a blind if I ever put a blind out there. So they all show up right there. Yeah. Drones are top tier too. A lot of a lot of deer scouting. A little simpler too. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> well, episode five. That's going to be a wrap. Good luck everybody out on the uh, gun season. And uh, stay safe everyone. Good send, luck. Send us your questions if you have them. Yep. Send we'll any questions. Try to cover more next time. And uh, big buck pictures. Hit us up in the DMs.